Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Welcome to Dungeon Crawlers Radio. It's another episode. That's right. We're it, here. It, it, is, it is another episode, Daniel. I think that's a pretty uh, pretty shocking thing for our listeners I right know. now. Yeah. They're here yet again. We're sorry, guys. Yeah. It's been a Anyways, long day. It's, it's, it has. <laughs> so with that said, uh, we've got Nate Tooley uh, with Mountain West Paranormal uh, here with us tonight. We're going to be talking about ghosts. And stuff. And all sorts of creepy crawly things. Or You know, we've talked about it. we talked about horrors stories and movies and mm-hmm. you know what happens when a ghost shows up because we've seen that in movies and stuff and some people have experienced so you know nate goes out he's investigated schools homes uh the barren woolen mill here locally stockton cafe if i remember right yep. and even uh a place out in windover uh was it the air force base windover or? air base yeah. yeah so i mean that and that's where um Parts of Independence Day was was filmed. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, there's lots of cool stuff, and he, he's gotten some EVPs. He's brought them, so we'll be able to hear those. Oh as man, well. I'm excited and nervous. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so why, why don't you introduce yourself yeah. a little bit uh, to our audience? Um, all right. Well, you know, my name's Nate Tooley, and and I started Mountain West Paranormal back in 2011 because. I, I really just wanted to know more about the paranormal and research it and wanted to have a name to go with it so that people would let me come into their businesses, basically. Um, I grew up in a house in Sandy, Utah, and I saw things that I could not explain. My parents thought I was crazy, you know, but I remember seeing a lady walk into my room and she was like, oh, you can see me, walks out, and as soon as the carpet changed, you know, she disappeared. So... Uh, my friend, uh, who's actually our VP of Mount West Paranormal, Tim Stillman, I've been friends with him for for ages, uh, longer than than Revan, <laughs> since we've been went to high school together. It's so cute; people still call you Revan. I know. <laughs> I, I've kind of raised the change, so it's it's yeah. That's why we put him in this Daniel. seat specifically too. Yeah. So, so, I'm right there. So in case someone says squad. Revan, Revan's yeah. still behind Revan's you. Revan's behind me. Yeah. So, that yeah. works. Yeah. But. Uh, Tim and, and used to come over to my house, and you know we basically were inseparable. And he was like, "Why, why did you do? Why did you just flush the toilet?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm sitting right here. What do you think? <laughs> Toilets will flush." And I get mad at him for uh, all the cabinet doors uh, for, to the cabinets upstairs to be open. And I'm like, "My mom's gonna kill us, man. What's yeah. gonna happen?" And, and he's like, "Dude, I didn't do that." So yeah, a lot of weird things would happen there. So we, we basically launched this venture to see. You know, what can we find? What's out there? Because with the paranormal stuff, none of it 
there's no science behind it. You have a lot of people that, that state there's theory and that, you know, you can use certain devices, but there is no, there's no scientific proof to say, if you do this, use this equipment, you will find a ghost. Yeah. Mm. You know, there's nothing out there. So it's all theoretical and just personal experiences. And that's why a lot of people just go, I don't, I don't get it. I don't believe it. And some people have seen some things that, you know, turn white. Yeah. So. Well, you know, we do have the the shows on cable, you know, the cable networks, and they over-dramatize some things. And, you know, you get the creepy music and, what's that? And the, 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 the I jumpy actually think camera. that's what turns people yeah. off sometimes. It does. I mean, because honestly, if you, you know, I've been on some several uh, investigations, and it's a lot of sitting in the dark. I mean, really, you it is. You sit in the dark, and you yeah. talk to yourself, yeah. and it's very boring. Yeah. You, you rarely, I mean... I've I've done hundreds of hours of investigating, mm-hmm. and I probably only have two or three real instances of stuff happening in front of me that I could hear audibly or saw. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and that's normally how it is. Um, but to, I mean, to be fair, I think there, there's got to be something in Sandy because you know it's where I grew up, and the house I lived in was very similar. Um, the room I lived in was always 15 degrees colder than the rest of the house. And I had two huge windows, so you know, and it was a west-facing room. So you know, you think with the sun setting, most houses they heat up. My room would never heat up. Um, my great grandmother, that actually used to live in that room, died in that in the house. Her heart exploded, and she tumbled down the stairs and died. Wow. Um, and not only that, in the kitchen there was there was some wood paneling, and there was a face in the paneling. Um, when we bought the house, we hate my my mom hated it. She wallpapered over exactly where the face is. There was a stain in the shape of the face in the wallpaper that slowly appeared. That house has been sold. Someone else has bought it. They didn't like it. They tore out the paneling. They repainted the wall. Now there's a stain in the paint where that face was. It's uh, just creepy. It's not unsettling at all. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I've, <laughs> I saw a, a black personage walk across in the basement one time. Freaked the crap out of me. I ran out the house, went... Me and my friend. So, I mean, it's just, they're just got to be something happens. insanity. You know, and Jess, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, too, but she's from Alabama, and I know you've got a couple yeah, stories. Yeah, no, I have Ooh, had a lot of stuff. What's funny is, um, same thing happened to me. Like, I grew up having so many different experiences that by the time that I was 17, 18, my parents had just about had it. They actually sent me to a therapist because they thought that it was a possibility it could be schizophrenic. Because the the things that I were hearing were full-blown conversations between two people and when they realized that I could hear them like you said you can see me it was just like I think I think she can hear us kind of situation and so I had a lot of experiences the same way I would wake up I would see as a child all the water the faucets would be on several times a night to turn them off and uh, my dad was like oh it's probably just a broken water main you know something (laughs) like that and then um it were around the same time period I would wake up and I would see my dad just standing there, just standing as stiff as a board over my bed. And I would wake up and my dad, dad, and then I would sit up and he would just slowly turn around and walk out. That's some paranormal activity. And I would there. run into his bedroom and I would, you know, dad, dad, and I'd pull the covers off. And he was, you know, sleeping in his boxers. The man that was in my room was fully clothed. Mm-hmm. And this happened for several days. Um, my mom began to think that maybe my dad was sleepwalking, couldn't explain how he had gotten his clothes off so quickly. 
And then the final night that I saw him, he was different. His arms were long and they were all the way past his knees. His face was stretched. He was still wearing the same clothes that the man had been wearing before, but he was different. Mm-hmm. And so it, that that was absolutely terrifying. Like he just looked like um, stretch arms, a distorted, arm. yeah, like yeah. a distorted, <laughs> stretched version of my father. Wow. And uh, that was kind of the that was the last time with that incident. And then in college, it was just this constant. I kept thinking the radio was on in my parents bedroom bathroom and I would hear this just talking 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 I would go in there and it was completely silent there was no radios or anything on and um, this has actually continued to this day when I go back I still hear it and I think the for me this I which is funny because it happened last night um there's this man that would show up I would see him and after he would show up something really horrible would happen but everybody would be okay Hmm. and so um, the last time that I saw him, see, I've never had any kind of paranormal activity experiences outside of my home. It's only in my house. When I live in here, nothing. Every time I go home, you know, so that's my mom was starting to think, well, maybe it's just you. Mentally, yeah. this is a place where, but I mean, we're in Alabama. We're around. In the Native middle of Mar- nowhere. Yeah. We are literally, you can go outside with a metal detector and find bullets from the Civil War. And these wow. little tiny, you know, the little tiny cannon... And buttons, we found buttons from um, uh, Confederate soldiers in our yard wow. metal detectors. I mean, like, it's a, wow. it's, and not only that, we have the Native American burial grounds and just like all that stuff right there. And so, but anyway, the, the last time I saw the man, um, I was home for my cousin's wedding and I was doing my hair and makeup and I looked behind me in the mirror and he was standing there and it's the same man. He always has a very kind of shrunken in face. He's about six, two-ish, dark hair, miss, like not well-shaven, and just very, very frail, very thin. And, um, and I saw him, I was freaking out, I went and I talked to my mom about it. Long story short, she thought I was crazy, and then I get a phone call. My dad asked me to go on a motorcycle ride with him, and I just didn't have a good feeling, and I was like, no, I think I'm going to go to my grandparents' house. Well, anyway, a deer ended up hitting my dad while he was on the bike while I was there, and um, he broke a lot. He was broken. And they literally had to airlift him to another location. And this had been the second or third time that I had seen this man. And then something like that happened. And so my mom had come to the conclusion now, after years and years of listening to my stories and all this crap, she was like, you know what, maybe he's your guardian angel. And I'm like, well, something horrible always happens when he's around. And he says, yeah, she goes, yeah, but everybody's always okay. You know? And so last night I got up from bed and I was going to the bedroom and I saw him. I've never seen him here before. Not ever. Not ever. He's only in my parents' house and he was here and it just, it scared the crap out of me. And I was just like, oh, oh gosh, like what am I preparing for? Like what's going to happen? So far today, nothing, nothing crazy. Good. Yeah, I'm not driving for a while. I haven't left the house. (laughs) Um, So just to go across the street and drop the kids off. But yeah, I've had a lot of experiences and it's hard, you know, to have people that you love and that you want to tell them that you trust. They just don't, they just want to find every excuse they can to justify it. And sometimes it just, it just can't be. Well, it's something out of the movies. It's, you know, they're like this. Dude, when I saw Paranormal Activity and they were time-lapsing and that woman was just standing there, I was like, oh, that is, yeah. Because I was like, wow, that was super accurate. Like I really Mm -hmm. was like, they had to have had an experience 
talk to someone that had experience because that is exactly what it was like. Yeah. You know, and so it was, it's, I get very nervous when I'm home, but well, I've always felt really it's safe also, here. It's also hard for some people to believe if they haven't experienced it because, yeah. you know, it's just, it's like back pain. But even you've never had it before, you're like, no, oh, just get off. Well, no, but it's like, <laughs> even yeah. when you rub some dirt on it. Even yeah. when you have experienced it, I mean, like, my mom and dad had convinced me that I was kind of crazy. And, you know, my mom is deaf. And so she, she obviously doesn't. I can't hear it, Jessica. I can't hear it. And, like, have you seen it? No, my dad falls asleep on the sofa watching TV every night. He's not hearing a thing. My sister left to go to college right around the same time that the, everything started happening for the first time. And so, like, there's nobody else that has heard it or seen it or anything yeah. like that. My sister has had several experiences there but she didn't tell my parents about him because she watched me tell my parents and she was like nope I'm, good. I'm not going to be great you, yeah. got, you guys seem to be living in a prime location to experience stuff yeah. like this though. yeah but yeah. even even when it happens yeah. to you you begin to, to to justify it yourself and you're like okay well you know maybe this no, this, no this. I mean I, I've had very few paranormal experiences my entire life but when I went to Alabama for the first time to see your, your family uh, she took me over to this really famous uh, cemetery uh, Civil War Cemetery and one thing that's taken very seriously, my family's respecting the dead. And I, I just, I got these very weird and uncomfortable feelings, you know, depending on what areas I was standing in. Yeah. And it, it was mm. funny that the moment that I would leave, um, it would go away. But if I returned to that spot, it would return. Yeah. And it was already kind of weird for me because I'm a professional videographer. So I was out there actually getting um, yeah. B-roll and stuff for, for the city or something. Sure. And um, it, I felt like you know, something didn't quite appreciate what I was doing. And, and you, it's just a feeling, you know. Yeah. There, there are some instances, though, where it's it's um, it can be explained. And I know McKay has a short story about a paranormal experience that, that can easily be explained. Wh- which one? The, the one where you were in the shower and you oh, came out. and you came and, out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so then there's also people that like to mess with you, unfortunately, <laughs> in this world, when you have certain, yeah. uh, I don't know. So either way, so I was getting a shower into my apartment, and I walked out, and every cabinet door was open in my apartment. <laughs> yeah. The chairs were on the table, like every cabinet was open, door, like everything, and I was just like sitting there, I'm like, hello, anyone freaking out? So, like, after a half hour, I've just, like, posted on Facebook, I'm like, listen, if any of my friends did something about it, <laughs> please, please let me know. know. I'm about to call the police. I'm so scared right yeah. now. And no. it was Jared. <laughs> Jared was the one who messed with it, so. I, I decided to break in his apartment. it all worth it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I've had something very similar, like, that happened, you know, back in the home that I lived in in Sandy. You know, I would jump in, take a shower. The door's locked. Because I don't want any com- anyone coming in, and suddenly hear this thud, thud, and a foot, you know, and another loud thud. I would open up the door. The laundry hamper is upside down. The cabinets are open, and all of the shampoo in that has been knocked out and on the floor. And it's like um, the door is locked. There's no key. There's nothing that can someone can open it from the other side. And it's just like, all right, yay, go back, finish my shower. <laughs> then leave. I have to tell you one of the most disappointing things for me ever, I think, was when I was like, I was, uh, I was probably eight or nine. My mom had bought this really cool, like, purple trash can mm-hmm. and had a swingy lid on it. Well, I heard a sound. I look at the trash can, and all of a sudden, like, the lid starts spinning. I don't think there's anything worse than thinking for, like, five seconds that you might have special powers. <laughs> <laughs> that was and awesome. then realizing that you're not special. There's a ghost in your house. <laughs> I'm moving it with my know, and mind. Like, and then Slimer yeah. comes out. I'm a superhero. <laughs> nope, you're infested. 
<laughs> so with that, let's jump in a little bit on Carol Ann. On Carol Carol Ann. Is that Poltergeist? Sure. Sorry. <laughs> she said she. It's been running through my head because she said Indian burial grounds and yeah. dead oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Civil War people. There. Sorry. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your operations, what you guys do, the kind of the uh, the steps that you take into you know doing performing sure. what you guys do. So. One of the biggest things that we've done is we're huge skeptics. We're, you know, there's a lot of teams, and, and I've gotten criticized quite a bit by some of the local teams out there about our approach is that, you know, we try to debunk, debunk, debunk as much as we can. You know, we don't say, oh, it's paranormal until we can go, man, we've gone through the whole checklist. We just don't know. And you have other teams out there, and it's, it's sad to say, but every little thing to them is, oh, my gosh, that's paranormal. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, that was me coughing. No. No, that's seriously that why I stopped <laughs> watching the shows on on yeah. TV because well, I was like, this is yeah, stupid. They would replay it and it's a guy we, clearly coughing. They're like, no, nope, no, that's an apparition. We often forget that this is entertainment. Yeah. They have how many how many people do they need to satisfy on one film you know one television show I know. for it to be a success and make Guys, money? Guys, twelve seasons, nothing's happened yet. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a cool thing. Like Ghost Hunters, I think with with Grant and Jay, they've uh, Jason Hughes or Haas, excuse yeah. me. Uh, they've always been pretty good. You know, they'll they'll go through full. They'll make it entertaining, but they'll have episodes where absolutely nothing comes of it, you know? And you have these other shows where, you know, there's, you know, three guys, and they get locked in, and and the guy, like, flexes, and he's like, did you hear that? That was an EVP from my bicep. And you're just like, (laughs) I don't understand this. So, obviously, there's a, you know, people are in it for different reasons. And what we try to do is, we will, if anyone wants help, they think that they've got something in their house, we do it for free. You know, uh, we used to have a web page. We took it down because, you know, no one really used the web page, and we just do everything through Facebook now. So if anyone ever needs help, they'll contact us on PM through through Facebook, and we'll go out for free and let them know what we think. You know, yeah. again, there's no scientific proof of any of this that any of it works. You know, you can bless the house. Of course, if you're religious, a lot of that helps, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in our minds that if we... I say it's a mental thing, really. Yeah, mental. you know, mind over matter. You know, if we're if we're religious and we believe there's a higher power and we believe that the higher power will help us, you know, remove anything that is there to harm us mentally or physically, you know, out of the house. So and that that helps a lot. You know, you can bless the house. You can have, you know, a a cleric, you know, someone clergy of someone coming in. Sage. Crystals. Crystals. It's it's a lot of mind over matter. But you know what? The, the, The best part that I've learned uh, over the course of doing this is that I believe there's really two types of hauntings or two types of paranormal activity. There's You have something that's intelligent that will interact with you that is doing it for a reason and there's stuff that's just going to happen it, that's going to happen. We don't know what's happening with our time-space continuum. I mean, we're, we're finding new things out about our world every day, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That somehow, some way, something happened in the universe that created this time, and it was like a tape recorder, and it was recorded. So if you're in the right place at the right time, that event will happen again. Because we've gotten a lot of EVPs of recordings of, you know, over the intercoms at the old Tool Hospital, of you hear intercom talk, you know, it's doctor, you have this in the waiting room, and you're like, how does that happen? How does that 
Because that's not an intelligent that is haunting. That's so it's, cool. It's just plain. I'm scared. You know? <laughs> and then you have stuff that, uh, in fact, I have one on here. Um, one of the most active places we've been was actually an elementary school in St. George. I won't say the name because uh, we went there. My sister-in-law is the librarian there. Oh. And we, she's like, well, you've got to come here. <laughs> uh, they could find it. It'd be, they'd have find to do anything some research. on Facebook. They'd have to do a little bit of research there. But really, they, she's like, stuff happens all the time. You come in. So we just went in with some family, and we got so many EVPs. And, and really, stuff that was interacting, one that you'll hear is, I had a K2 device, which is just, a, you know, electricians use it to find electrical currents. Well, mm-hmm. the theory is that, you know, the dead have some sort of electromagnetic activity to them, and they can make that go up or down if they want to communicate with you, right? Right. So you have that, I have it sitting there, and, and I get up and move around, and it pops off. So I'm like, oh, do you like me moving around? And actually on the EVP, I'm the only male in the room, you'll actually hear another male go, why are you moving around? And then you hear me say, oh, you like me moving around. So it's direct. it was directly interacting oh, with us. Want me to play it? Scary. I have the EVP. So please. Go ahead and play that one. Right. Play it like three times. Oh, my Lord. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play it right now. Do you like us moving around? So pause it real quick. So... So now, what what you'll also notice is that there's a lot of, um, and in fact, I talked to a musical person that that we don't hear these things, but they're recorded on, you know, whatever device, even iPhones or any recorder. Right. It doesn't have to be, you know, the old tapes. You know, is that just the different types of vocal range that our ears can hear? Obviously, you know, a lot of. Uh, Dogs, a lot of animals and different things can hear different ranges. Mm-hmm. We can't hear it, but we hear it when it's played back on something like this because it's taken down to our range. Kind of like when you think you're a good singer and then you play it back and you're like, wow, that you're was like, rough. That was oh, cool. my God. <laughs> um, th- this, Dan, is, can, this is my life. Can we hear that again a so, couple of times? So when you listen to it this time, a couple, uh, uh, yeah. when you loop it, is you'll notice that there's no echo to, his, to this man's voice. And you know, there's another voice really quickly there, too, that we think says something like, you like it? And then he says that, and then you hear my voice, and it's very echoey. So you right. tell him yeah. in there, but you listen to the other man's voice, there's no echo to it. Oh, oh so my right, Lord. So I'm going to play this again. Okay. Do you like us moving around? I'll play it again. That's nuts. I don't like it. I don't like moving around. Do you like us moving around? Oh my gosh! Kind of <laughs> 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 that, that kind of we like didn't Daniel. hear that at the time. <laughs> yeah, you know, we don't hear that till after, and we're reviewing that audio. Oh my but gosh! But it's such a clear you, the octave range in that. Oh yeah. You I mean you hear me, and it's like, wow, it's a really loud echoing. And he's just like, you know, it's like he's right there, right moving around. Yeah. And it's so clear. And those are the kind of things that in the paranormal world we call them a, a class A EVP that's very clear. Anyone can listen to that and ex- right. understand what they say. Right. You know, because you have some that you listen over and over again and they're like, oh, did you hear that? Hear, hear what? I no, mean, it's, it's there. They literally distort. Make it up. Yeah. yeah. Well, they will not make it up, but they literally coax you and your brain to thinking, mm-hmm. okay, maybe that is what it said. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, you know, our brains, there's there's a there's something called pareidolia, which means that 
your eyes and your brain, if there's if they're looking at an image, it really tries hard to figure out what the shape is based upon what you know. So if right. you look at the wall, and, and, and for instance, the wall in your studio here has, you know, it's textured. Mm -hmm. If I were to look at it and I looked really hard, I could probably come up with an image. Right. Mm -hmm. Because my brain, through through that, what they call pareidolia, is will create something there. And that's I what, see Mother Mary right there. See, that's what a lot of people freaked out about Jared's wall. I see Jesus. <laughs> a lot Jesus. of people Jesus. do Jesus. that, right? Yeah. And, and that's when they, you know, they have, oh, my piece of toast looks like Jesus, right? Yeah, yeah. Because our brains <laughs> are trying to... That cloud looks like a bunny. To, it's a scientific yeah. term that... Our brains are trying to understand this, so they, they create Brain games, it. remember that? And they were talking about, like, how your brain can take something and, like, what is this? Like an inkpot test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. inkpot yeah. test and, and just figure Many different yeah. things. So it does it with sound. Okay. It does it with sight. It does all those things. So that's, it's very common for people to go, I saw this in this in this picture, you know? That's why, if you ever see any pictures, again, the paranormal community, some will hate me. It's like, if you see orbs, it's just dust. I'm really sorry. I know you really want to believe that <laughs> you have thousands of spirits in off this. of dust floating. Yeah, it, it's just dust. I'm I don't sorry. know. I really liked how Cat, the last episode of Castle, handled that. I don't know if you've seen it, but he's, he's looking at photographs and camera images of himself and he has this X like right over his throat and he's like I'm marked for death oh no and you know the whole he's freaking out the whole mo the whole episode and they find this secret chamber that's full of devil worshipping objects in his uh, in his PI building and and so we get to the very end they solve the mystery and he's like I'm still marked for death look and she's like take off your jacket so he takes off his jacket and it's gone because it was light reflecting off, off, his off his zipper. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it's something as simple as that. Yep. That's but hilarious. it was freaking him out because yeah. he's like, that's live camera feed. That, that was out there. But it was yeah. Yeah, there's well, the light reflecting off. That being off. said, ha have you ever caught on photo or video, you know, uh, evidence of aspirations and stuff or apparitions and stuff like that? Yes. Uh, uh, only a couple times. One was in the form of a mist that we debunked and tried to find any which way that there was any type of of airflow through mm -hmm. this. And there wasn't. And it was simply, it looked like dust moved through. And we're like, how could this have been? And we tried every experiment possible and we could not recreate it. So mm -hmm. at that point we go, wow, we, we may have caught something on, on film here. Mm -hmm. um, another one was a door that... Uh, open and shut by itself and it's a heavy door and what even more than that the audio we got from that has a chain that clinks on it and that door has no chain on it hmm. so it was very odd that maybe it was at one point had that you know but for some Don't reason know. it yeah. did wow. wasn't there and this was at the this was at the Baron Mullen Mills um, which there was a lot of interesting things that happened there yeah. Is, and is now burned down. Yeah. Thanks, teenagers. Jeez. So, they might have, hey, something could have happened. Well, they might have saved no. us all. We don't know. <laughs> well, no, there's, there's actually we a lot know. of individuals that have died at that location. Yes. Uh, there was one boy that was him. actually pulled into one of the machines yep. and killed, and there was another lady that died of heat exhaustion or something heat like that. Heat exhaustion. There so, was there was uh, a young lady that actually was, was raped and tortured, yeah, unfortunately. And wow. There. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I mean, the mill will never hurt anyone. Yeah, so there's a lot of interesting stuff up there, and not only that, there's also a river that runs right by it, plus yep. through it because there was a, a water holding 
yep. uh, yeah. unit there or something like that. And so there was definitely an elemental energy. So where is there. this mill? So that was up in Brigham City. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. 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 So the old, and they used to. I do know all the Alabama ones, but I don't know any of the yeah. Utah ones. Well, it, it was uh, it, it was actually taken over in World War Two by the Army, yeah. and they were forced to make hmm. wool blankets for the soldiers. Mm -hmm. So we actually, Tim Stillman, RVP, is actually a soldier. So we left, and him and two of his soldier buddies went in and tried to provoke a little bit. And he was going in saying, you know, hey, we're soldiers. We're here to take this over and see if that happened. Well, the clip that we have, actually, it begins there. And they didn't know they heard what, what happened. Yeah. But it, it, it's, a, it's a very distinct, grumbly voice that says, get out. Mm. And if it, we didn't enhance this one, but if you enhance it, you can... You might hear something that says, like, of my house. But it it's very clear. It says, get out. This was at the Baron Wall Mills. This was after they've been provoking the whole time of, we're the army. Do you not like us? We're taking this over. So if you want to yeah, play I'll that play. one. All okay. right. Here, right here. That's a little bit harder to hear. It's right. It, it's It's... Let me turn well, this up. So you'll hear Tim and those guys are packing up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you'll hear probably right in the, about in the middle of just say he, he's like, yeah. get out. I'm and gonna, it's I'm just turns us up. Okay, here we go. Yeah, it was really faint. It was, it was hard to hear. Yeah. 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 And and what we can the only thing we can discern is it, it sounds like a, a you know, like a Grumbly old man telling telling them to get out, but it's yeah. so bizarre. This was the very first EVP I ever caught, and it was on three separate devices. It was on our video camera, and it was on two separate recording. Yeah. And oh I, my I was wow. by myself at the time, just watching video, and I'm like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> just listening to this stuff, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I can see him like actually freaking out. <laughs> well, you know, here, well, the next one, really, this was again, this was at the school. And this is the elementary school in St. George. Elementary school in St. George. And I'm the only male there, and there's no kids there, but there's uh, my sister-in-law and my niece were there. And you hear this little girl, you know, talk about candy, baby, and things. One o'clock in the morning, right? So this one is one of my favorite ones. So mm. if you want to go try I'll that a couple this times. One. Okay. Was it open like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, last time, it was on just clear as day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got goosebumps. <laughs> you can hear it. You can just hear it. We're just hanging out, and you actually hear me say, you know, well, the last time it was quiet, we had a lot of we had a lot of voices. And it, something right there is sitting talking to us. You want to do it again? Yeah. There that we go. way wicked. It's heavy. Was it open like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, unavailable. You know, last time it was. On. No. <laughs> and, and that one, there, there's no echo on that voice no. either. And we're just going about our day. Yeah. You know, we're just having fun. What's happening? And something's. And, and again, there was nothing. Was that intelligent or is that residual? Because it wasn't trying to interact with us. I was it was kind of residual. 
stating something, yeah. right? Yeah. And the fact that it, you, you didn't give it candy, baby, and it still said thanks, it yeah. seems yeah. residual to me. No, yeah. And that's the thing, is it's so bizarre. We don't know what's going on. You okay? Yeah, McKay, <laughs> McKay is losing a little bit. everybody leaves, McKay's like... <laughs> McKay's like... <laughs> <laughs> so is it like, a sleepover tonight? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so right now wouldn't be a good time to bring out the Chucky doll? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, you know, that's really what... And people that go... We, I mean, we do ghost hunts and, and uh, friends of ours own the Fear Factory Haunted House downtown, which is... Very haunted, actually. If you guys ever want to know that, oh, we, uh-huh. we know. No, it's, I was gonna say when we were there filming Snowman, and we were, I oh got lost gosh. downstairs. And we stayed in the oh, the catacombs is yeah. all there. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of great things that we we happened to stay for that shoot in Salt Lake, and we decided to stay at a hotel called the Perry Hotel. Oh, yeah, oh the yeah. Perry Perry's haunted too. That no. was an experience. I, mean, I got to tell you, we actually had a, but this because the sink was too small. Yeah. I you felt had, like had what rocks thrown at us at the Perry. What we were down in the boiler room, and that's a great place. We were at the boiler room. Right we were filming room. there in boiler the boiler room. room. Was, uh, they did not want us there. We actually had rocks thrown at us mm-hmm. from it, when you know when you go down the stairs and yeah. then you go behind things. And there's that, that big, long, long hallway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right back there. Things. Oh want no. Us back there, so we need to go review all our we footage. We could have lost the <laughs> no, little boy. We made go down. We made the little kid. He was like what? Well, he's 10? like five. No, he, he was, was like, like, he was like ten. Eight. I mean, there's yeah. also the old mill that's up by the the mouth of Big Conwood Canyon. That yeah. used to be a haunted house. Then it's super oh, haunted yep. to the point that it's been closed down. No one's allowed yeah, in it. Down. It's fenced off. See, I everything. felt way more stuff. I feel like at the inside of the uh, fear fact inside the factory. Yeah. Like inside of the factory at the very bottom level, than I felt at the Perry. Now well, the boiler some, room was well, kind we of had, crazy. We some weird stretches. stuff happened too. I mean, what happened to our camera, Jess? It just broke. It like, half. No, we we're had not a talking giant... about a huge EX3. It was a it was a Sony EX3. It's a heavy over the shoulder yeah. camera. It's really really high quality. All of a sudden, without any explanation, it's the there's... damn thing snaps almost completely in half. And so wow. we're just. <laughs> That doesn't just happen. That doesn't and just, happen. <laughs> and we're like, literally, we're, we were at Fear Factory, and it, when, it, when we broke, it, we were at Perry, right? Perry so Hotel, we tried yeah. to fix it, and it like ran two, like pantyhose. Two places we have uh, So how explored. do you use the warranty on that? It's like you We didn't. I have to expensive. pay for it to it get was, repaired. It was, wow. it was a rental, too, which was oh, horrible. Yeah. Uh, apparently. You guys, acts of God. <laughs> we really need. Well, to seriously, go in there. Um, this happened. Baby. I mean, how do you explain that? Because a camera just doesn't break in half. It doesn't, yeah. and it was a nice. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Maybe wow. we'll send him all your footage from Snowman, <laughs> the boiler yeah. room, and the fa- and see if they. We probably play have like what ten hours worth yeah, of footage okay, we'll of us filming all in of there. That, but we'll send you. It always takes uh, four times as long to review it. All yeah, yeah. No, we're we understand. We're filmmakers. We totally understand. So, oh man, I've got and, and you know what? So, so many people want to go on ghost hunts and they want to get the experience. Like, I want to go, and it's like no, nothing usually to. happens because they'll go. And you know, we've done public ghost hunts, we have to charge because places want us to pay them to yeah. go because they have to have an employee there yeah, all night, mm-hmm. pay people you know. Yeah. And then they but then they go and they want something to happen. Well, nothing's gonna happen if you want it to happen, you may have something. So when most people go, I, I totally recommend, you know, go with an open mind. Realize that the whole night will probably be walking around, sitting in the dark, talking to yourself. That's it. If something happens, great. You, you find know? it, like, weeks later. <laughs> yeah, you're going to find it when you're reviewing your audio. Fear Factory was, was kind of crazy because Tim, again, um, he's a big skeptic like I am. 
And we were walking through, if you guys are familiar with Fear Factory, when they, where they have, um, they used to have the swamp in it, in one of the big silos. Mm-hmm. He was walking back there, and he was provoking, and he was, I wouldn't be able to play the audio because of the language he was using, but uh, he got, he got pushed. And he's no. like, he's like, I've never been pushed before. I'm like, are you sure, are you, sure you didn't trip? He's like, I, I honestly have never felt that before, but he felt some sort of energy. That was really good. I know you remember when we filmed it. inside of there. It was just like literally like the silo and you the echo and it's pitch black. Yeah. It was and like it was a lot. it was it was really. We creepy. couldn't film in there because of audio reasons, but there was a lot of weird stuff happening. You're just trying to set up. We're like, it was He's not trying worth to it. set it up, and, mm. and it yeah. just didn't work out. There was a, unfortunately, there was a, one of the TV shows went there and did some filming and, and created a story that unfortunately wasn't true. So a lot of people want to go there and they're like, because they see these things, but the story that was created by this television show that I won't mention because they may, you know, come after it, some of us, is they create these stories which just are fabricated and and then it creates something that is not true. Yeah. So, But there's a lot of things. In fact, uh, one of our friends, Ben Hansen, uh, was had a f- show called Factor Faked, Paranormal Files. I don't know if you're familiar with that on sci-fi. He's one of probably the best paranormal investigators that I've ever seen on TV because they really do go after the, the truth. And uh, he's a friend of ours. He We investigated the Fear Factory together, and we're sitting down there in the catacombs, and we're just sitting there just chilling, you know. There's there's time when, in an investigation where you can just, just go and relax, sit in the dark, don't do anything, and see what you hear. And there was a scratching noise that we tried to find, and it was it was like right behind one of the walls. And we're like, how would you get behind here? This is a concrete wall, and we're like, we figured every which way, and we just couldn't explain it. We're just like, there's scratching. Is someone trying to get out? What's happening? We asked for you know responses. Nothing on 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 any of the audio. Just scratching. Yeah. It's so it's time bizarre. to get an X-ray machine. There oh, might be yeah. some bones behind there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know. But uh, now, th- this next one was really odd because you hear us echoing. We're in a huge gymnasium, but the voice you hear also is echoing on this one. So it's a little hmm. different than than what. Again, I'm the only male there, and and what we think it says is Henry, help, and it sounds a little distraught. Yeah. So all right, here we go. Oh, no. Henry, help. Play it again. Okay. okay. It's, so, it's so echoey, and you know, but it sounds distraught. Like, are yeah. we invading their space or what? You know, and it's funny because, again, not knowing, there's no proof, no scientific of any of this. But when you think about why ghosts would walk through walls and stuff, is that the floor plans back in the 1700s are a little different than what they are now, right? Yeah. So yeah. doors may have been different, you know. And, and, you know, especially if you're religious, you know, we don't know what is beyond a veil, you know, what who can see beyond that, you know. And are there other dimensions or even, you know, that of what we can't see that somehow because of the time-space continuum we peer into or they peer into us? What if word looked, you know, what if, you know, in the other dimension, they're going, whoa, I heard something, and it was really us. We had no idea. Kind of like the others. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Where she's freaking out because she thinks there's ghosts, and it's actually she's them that the are the ghosts. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, no. That's the one with the cold came in. Yep. Yes. yep. Yeah. That was freaky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just don't know, and that's why we want to do this. That's why we want to search out and find out more about it, and 
okay. you know who knows you know and um one of my favorite episodes of ghost hunters was um they went to an old victorian house and they went to the queen's room if you will and they would talk to the queen and she on the audio was responding to them saying i can hear you but where are you mm. you know it's like okay what's happening here is she going hey i'm doing a paranormal investigation in my yeah, universe yeah, yeah. i'm hearing something but where are you you know i mean we just don't know and i think that's part of the fun aspect of this it's ter- you know, it terrifying actually thinking about that if you die that you're just in repeating the same parts of your life over and over again well that that or is that it time is kind of like a string where it's overlapping yeah and it just happened to be a, a point yeah where but if you think of it that way in a way if that is the case and she is able to respond which she wasn't doing in the first place is it changing events every time yeah i don't know it's interesting or are we just is she living her life at the same time and here's and, this and, and a different like, yeah, here same, same. maybe she's in the 1700s and, the only cool thing and about it's overlapping inter- i don't know is yeah. the only cool thing about interstellar is is it's true it's like okay if these are if these are strings that are overlapping it and you're speaking and you're talking and she's hearing and she's living at the same time you are, are you in any way changing an event that she would have done that day? Yeah, I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. Mind blown, right? Yeah. right, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll, we'll get you a creepy one. So, oh boy. Okay, we got one more and then we'll have to, to kind of wrap things up. We'll oh, one back. more? We'll yeah. Like, we got a bunch more. I know. Well, what we'll do is we can wrap that up and then we can do another one. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we'll do a quick one for you. Yeah. So this one is again just me, my niece, my sister-in-law, and one thing we like to do during EVPs is introduce ourselves. Well, another person's voice. He wanted to say his name too, and it sounds very creepily, but it, this one's uh, under Seth. All right, here we go. Is that Seth? I'm Nate. This is Stephanie. Heather. Come on. You hear that? He whispered it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to turn. He was introducing himself. Yeah. Here we go. I'm Nate. This is Stephanie. This is Heather. Okay. Right. <laughs> Definitely got it that time. <laughs> this was what? Hey, I'm here too. How you doing? That was... oh, Jess is out. She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat my feelings right now. Jared's covering his face. <laughs> All right. No, that's that's pretty cool. Um, we've got a few others. We'll have to to play some more. But uh, so what we'll do? We'll, we're going to do another show. Let's do it. So let's do it. We'll we'll say goodbye now. But tune in because we will have part two. Oh man, I got to yeah. mentally prepare myself for this. Yes, <laughs> we only have like five more. Yeah. So all right. So with that said, we will catch you next time. Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Dungeon Crawlers, are you wanting to level up your gaming experience? Then we have something just for you. We've recently teamed up with BattleBards to bring you this amazing offer. That's right, if you are interested in adding soundtracks or sound effects to your gaming experience to make it even more amazing and more intense, then this is what you need to do. Go to BattleBards.com and we have specific DCR codes for you. You can punch in DCR1 at the end of uh, purchasing, and this is valid for the packages of the $10 or the $25 package, or DCR2, which is for the $50 package or the $100 package, or DCR3, which is anything from $150 or the $300 packages. Now, what these do is these give you custom rewards. So, DCR1 will give you one predetermined track for free. 
Uh, and then DCR2 will give you up to five tracks, which is half of an album. And then, of course, DCR3 will give you ten predetermined tracks, uh, which is a full album of audio. Now, this is super amazing and just will allow you to get more for your gaming experience. So, please, if you're interested, run out to BattleBards.com, throw in your coupon code, get free stuff, because who doesn't love free stuff? Until next time, we'll catch you later.